Hi there, my name is James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, I'm going to tell you why I think you can definitely still achieve your goals and your dreams and your aspirations, even if you think that ship has sailed because you're in your late 30s, 40s or older. That mind matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. I'm a happily married father of three and I live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. I'm 46 years old and I have a great job as a seafront officer, but there are other things I want to see if I can achieve. For example, I've been training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for the past six years and this year I've been lucky enough to start actually getting paid to coach. I used to coach kids rugby and football and when I started Jiu-Jitsu and just saw how much fun it was and how good it was for my mental health and my physical health, it's something I thought I'd really like to be able to help teach kids in the future. Two of my three children now train at the same Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy as me, and I'm lucky enough to get to coach them as well. I've struggled with my mental health since my early teens, with OCD and intrusive thoughts that has led to depression. And in the first lockdown in April 2020, as a way to keep my anxious mind busy, I started playing the ukulele and creating content. I found that creating content and parody songs and posting them to TikTok really helped my mental health and that has now developed into a YouTube channel and a podcast. I've also just written a book for first-time dads all about pregnancy and how best to support your partner during pregnancy. I suppose what I'm getting at is none of these goals started until I was 40. I attended my first jiu-jitsu class two weeks after my 40th birthday, and that was probably a bit of a catalyst for all the other things that have happened since. Now, like probably most people out there, I've got a big terrifying mortgage and I'm feeling the pinch and worry about the economy. So the idea of just stopping doing a job that I actually really enjoy and starting to pursue things, I think would actually be a little foolhardy. And you might be listening to this podcast thinking, I really like my job. You might be one of the few people that actually bounces out of bed every morning and goes to a job they generally love doing. Or you might be someone that thinks, well, yeah, okay, I don't love my job, but it's a job and it pays the bills. There's nothing at all wrong with that. All I'm suggesting is that if you ever have that quiet voice, maybe that you think, maybe there is something else. Maybe there is something I wanted to be that I haven't, but I'm 40 what now? I'm 30 what now? I'm 50 what now? It's too late for me. It isn't. It really isn't. If you're in your 40s now, you may well end up living for another 40 years. I'm by no means where I want to go with all my projects. My mental health is still a battle from day to day but I actually feel like I've got a bit more control of it. And more importantly, I've actually got some projects that I'm generally excited about. Quite often I'll go to bed and feel excited about something I'm doing tomorrow, whether that's writing or creating a parody song or doing a podcast or teaching a jiu-jitsu lesson. And sometimes that's all you need. Having an exciting idea can breathe passion and energy back into your life. I don't think there's any better way to get you through a tough day at work or a tough year at work than having a really exciting side hustle that you can think about or you can jot down ideas and work on any lunch break. It doesn't matter if these things don't end up coming to complete fruition or how you see them in your mind's eye because you might find that the journey and energy of actually just attempting it might keep you much, much happier in your life. If you're a parent, it's also really important to show your children to keep dreaming and keep learning and keep trying to have a beginner's mindset and don't give up on stuff. If you want your children to become the sort of adults who in their 30s, 40s and 50s are keen to try new things, 
are always looking for new opportunities, are open to life and open to opportunities, well, they're going to learn that from you now. So if you're not modeling that behavior now, then there's no chance that they're going to do that when they're adults. So if you don't want to do it for yourself, maybe think about, well, maybe this is something I need to do for them. One of the best, albeit maybe selfish things about becoming a parent is it gives you a lot more drive. You'll do anything if it's for your children. You'll stand up and do public speaking if it's for your children. It's amazing how much braver you'll become if it's something you need to do for your kids. And just to prove a point, here's a list of 10 people who didn't become the successes we know them for until later on in life. Number 10, Susan Boyle. The Scottish female singer was 47 years old when she first appeared on Britain's Got Talent. Since then, she's recorded several successful albums and has sold out music venues around the world. Number nine, the comedian and actor Steve Carell, best known for starring in The 40-Year-Old Virgin and The American Office, didn't make his successes till later on in life. He first gained recognition for his work on The Daily Show in the early 2000s and from there started appearing in films and TV shows. Number eight, Morgan Freeman. Probably best known for his role in The Shawshank Redemption, Morgan Freeman was born in 1937. He started his acting career in the 1960s, but it wasn't until the 1980s when he was well into his 40s where he got films that made him a household name. He was amazing in The Shawshank Redemption and won an Academy Award for his role in The Million Dollar Baby. Number seven, Ricky Gervais. The English comedian, actor, writer and producer was born in 1961, but he didn't become the household name that he is today until 2001, where he starred in The Office. He's gone on to produce some of the best British comedy, certainly of my generation, as well as winning seven BAFTAs, five British Comedy Awards, two Primetime Emmy Awards and three Golden Globe Awards. Number six, Steve Buscemi. Born in Brooklyn, New York in 1957, Steve was originally a fireman. He switched to acting in the 80s, but it wasn't until 1992, at the age of 35, when he starred as Mr. Pink in Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs. Number five, Viola Davis. This American actress was born in 1965 in Carolina, but didn't become the household name that she is today until her 40s. She's gone on to win multiple awards, including an Oscar for her work in film and television. Number four, the American actor and director Kathy Bates was born in 1948, but didn't become the household name that she is today until starring in the Stephen King horror Misery in 1990. Number three, the American actor Harrison Ford was born in July in 1942, but it wasn't until 1977 when Ford starred as Han Solo in Star Wars that he gained worldwide fame. Number two, the Austrian-German actor Christoph Waltz. Waltz was born in 1956, but it wasn't until 2009 when he starred as Hans Lander in Inglorious Bastards. Number one, and possibly the world's most famous late bloomer, Henry Ford. Ford was in his 40s when he founded the Ford Motor Company. I think there's a lot to be said that sometimes it takes the second half of your life for all the fruits of your efforts to come to fruition. If you've got an idea of something you've been dreaming about trying for years, why not make today the day you give it a go? You're still young, relatively. You're still free, relatively, to be what you want to be. Don't listen to that limiting belief system in your head. It's trying to keep you safe, but that's not what you need right now.
I'm trying to develop and grow this podcast and this YouTube channel as a way of creating a community to support men, in particular dads, and in particular dads who struggle with their mental health. If you like what I'm trying to do and want to support me, please either subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow my podcast. I hope wherever you are in the world, I hope you're okay. That Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, A 42-Week Guide to Pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, www.dadmindmatters.com.